This episode of the GG Over Easy podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Relationships take a lot of work. A common misconception about relationships is that they're easy to be right. Therapy can be a place to work through those challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, or significant other. Therapy has helped me a ton with learning about who I am and learning how to go through relationships. A relationship is never easy and it takes constant work, and BetterHelp can help you with yours. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com GG today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GG. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. Staying up late gaming, hanging out with friends, yelling at my TV during the Super Bowl. It can be so exhausting living my life. That's why I need the best to stay hydrated, which is why I always got a liquid IV right next to me. It makes water taste so much better and you get hydrated even quicker. For me, it makes water taste so much better. I love the peach flavor. It is delicious. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code GG at liquidiv.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast with the three goofy dudes once again. We got Mr. Fruit, Robbie V, and I'm Blue Uslo. Today we talk a whole lot about tumbling. And not just, not, and we're not talking the safe tumbling. We're talking about falling down up around the stairs. <sighs> We talk a lot about some video games. We talk about Helldivers 2. Uh, we get a... Uh, talk about small talk. Elaborate more on that. We yeah. talk about small our... Talk about small talk. We talk about some of us have a fear of small talk, and some of us maybe like small talk a little more, the nuances of it. We talk a lot about groceries for some reason. We we go, we get... Yeah, this is again, a tangent. This is an episode is where we go off on a lot of things that we didn't plan on, and I think we talked about like maybe... I think we got to most of the topics that we outlined, but we we really yeah. spend like a small amount of time on them. Uh, we talk a little bit about why Power World and Helldivers are so huge right now. Um, Mr. Fruit has a adventure with a hairdresser or slash mattress <sighs> person that is freaking him out. And well, Rob has a crazy story for you guys this week. I just want to say. Yeah. It was First hilarious. time in my life. It was hilarious. Rob is not the athlete you think he is, or rather Rob is not the athlete. He thinks he is. It's, it's dumb. Yeah, it's and it's funny. Athletic. He's he, it's, he, it's a Rob days. story. It's a Rob story. Okay. Just get ready for it. Um, if you want all that and more, then stick around. This episode of the GG over easy podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Relationships take a lot of work. 
A common misconception about relationships is that they're easy to be right. Therapy can be a place to work through those challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, or significant other. Therapy has helped me a ton with learning about who I am and learning how to go through relationships. A relationship is never easy and it takes constant work, and BetterHelp can help you with yours. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com GG today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GG. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 118. That's 218. Right? One. Oh, oh, Dang it. I remembered I said 18 last time. So I You're getting farther and farther off the mark. I you thought you were uh, trolling. I was waiting for that. A hundred off no. this time, man. Well, I was waiting for I was like, it was 18, because I think I messed up 18 last time. Yeah. So I said it again. You were you you had the but, you had the 18, just you know, missing the two. There always has to be something. Okay. All right. We were going to go into a story about a couch, but I have a question about your water bottle. Is that the Stanley water bottles that uh, Karen's <laughs> crazy God. about? Are you talking about this? This oh. is just like a plastic cup. Yeah. Wait, oh, what is that? Okay. What is I, that? Saw, I saw oh, like the, the plastic thing at the end. I thought that it was like a oh. fancy. I got to know. What kind of smoothie are you sipping on today? Uh, It's usually my go-to. It's um, frozen berries, banana, uh, protein powder, a little bit of Greek yogurt, uh, uh, rolled oats, and some protein milk. That's pretty close that to my. Delicious. It's pretty close to my pre-workout. Uh, like why a, the thing at the end? Meal before, not pre-workout, but like meal I have, you know, two also, hours or so before. It's just Claire got these metal straws. Metal straws don't go through and. Yeah. Hey, shout out turtles! If you're watching turtles, yeah, please. this, this, is for this you. one's for you, turtles. Yeah, this, these and are then for you, just, This is just like a rubber attachment to make it feel like less cold. I just don't like like she and I don't really like the. It feels weird to drink out of a metal straw, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So this just gives a like it feels more. Would like you rather straw. drink from really a good. paper straw or a metal straw? No rubber. At not the end. even a metal straw. Metal. No rubber. <laughs> the metal's straws. never gonna start. And the never's gonna the metal's never gonna prevent me from continuing to drink whatever it is I'm gonna drink. Dude, I literally the paper straw. I went to Tropical Smoothie Cafe uh, on this flight, like I want to say, right around Fan Fest, and on the way home, and I was like, I'm just gonna get myself like a nice, you know, I'm not my Treat stomach, yourself. my stomach be getting beat up from eating all this food. I'm just gonna get like a nice smoothie on my, you know, for this flight. Dude, by the time I was on the flight sipping on my smoothie the straw was already starting to like give up and i was like well but luckily i did bring a metal straw because i do i got my travel metal straw it's actually sick it comes in this little um i actually bought it when i was on the trip and it comes in this little pack uh where it's like you know how um the that shit pirate pirates use the binocular Cannons. <laughs> telescope. Yes, the cannon. Telescope and how like Ooh. yes, that's exactly what yeah. the metal straw is. Where you just <laughs> Yes, it's so dope. So I bring that shit. Like, don't worry, I don't need a paper straw. <laughs> don't worry, babe. I got this. 
Anyways, I'm, I'm rock hard. Lifesaver because yeah, I brought to, that thing. Sorry to kind of uh, waver the conversation. We were about to talk about uh, some sofa you got or some oh, yeah, mattress. So we were like, let's just talk about this on the podcast. Sofa, it was a mattress. Well, we were just going to, I was like, we're going to get right in. We might as well just start click, uh, yeah. press record. Um, I had something else to say about uh, freaking. It doesn't matter anymore. We went, I recently got a new mattress. DZ. For a couple King? of reasons. Uh, Yes and no, and that's what I'm going to explain. Oh. So, the current matches we have nothing really wrong with it, but it's coming up on like eight years or something. You're supposed to replace your mattress like every ten, so we'd have to do it eventually anyway. And Claire wanted to try it because he's a very light sleeper. Uh, I'm the exact opposite. When I am asleep, I am asleep, you and I will see you. When I wake up in eight hours or whatever, yeah, like literally anything could happen. I'm out, but but Claire, you know, I, I yeah, I breathe a little too much. She's up, and then well, she can't get back to sleep. Well, what's wild to me is I had this exact conversation with BF. It's like they're like, yeah, I'm aware that I'm asleep, and I'm like, the fuck do you mean you're aware that you're asleep? And they're like, yeah, like I'm still aware of like my surroundings when I'm sleeping, and I'm just like, that is insane. That's weird. Because he's a light sleeper too. And I imagine that's what most light sleepers deal with, where they're like, they're asleep, but they still, you know, they know what's going on around them. They can like, if a door opens, they'll like, immediately like they're aware of it or anything. I have left this plane of existence. Exact Same. I'm, I'm just like, dude. You're at the Black Panther like dude, for, for existence. Like, for like gone. three, four hours, it just goes black. I wake up to pee. Next three, four hours, black. Just <laughs> pee. I I rarely even wake up to pee. I maybe once the last year. It's like if for some reason I down like so you, this whole gallon right before I go so to bed. So you I'm, are a hard sleeper. Like Claire can like shake me, you know, and I ain't waking up. Damn. Um. So that's the problem. Is like so she moves around a lot, and I haven't been getting good sleep. So she thought maybe she was disturbing me, and I just didn't realize it. I don't think so. Uh, whatever. Um. But if I move around, she always feels it. Yeah. So she's like, well, let's see if we can figure out something. And while we're at it, we were looking at things to help me with uh, recovery. So we ended up getting split twin XLs, which together oh, yep. form a king. Yep. But we also went split because each base, we found adjustable uh, mattress bases that lower like your head or your feet oh, or both. Oh, you uh, got like really a cool. you got like a transformer bed. You got like yeah. a Decepticon in your it's, bed. In your it's room. so pretty sick. People do not value separate beds enough. Like it, you can sleep. You can sleep in the same room, but like having your own cushion, having your own space to sleep, it's just like makes a big difference. So do they have also, like remotes like attached to the side of it or something? Yeah, there's remotes. There's a zero G mode, um, where like if you're you laying float. on your back. Yeah, it kind of like it's really comfortable. I'm not gonna lie, um, but I mainly got it too just because uh, recovering for like the next month or two yeah. after I have to sleep raised. So rather than just like stacking pillows or something, or yeah. sit like realistically, I'd probably sleep in like a recliner. Now you can just sleep in the bed, and it's a lot easier. Um, and we also got Tempur Pedics. So literally, unless like we're a harder like, bed. 
unless we're we're spooning she like especially with the split that we would have no idea if somebody's moving or whatever mm-hmm. uh oh and oh, it's also yeah she's she's giving me the raised is also good for people who struggle with acid reflux um which Claire said uh, Rob might want to know that. So yeah, Omega Flex, a slight yeah, raise. Something for you know. yeah, that's, we just paid yeah. off our queen, so uh, you know <laughs> so I don't. We're, want, yeah, we're we're good for now. Yeah, um, we're we're fine. Cats love but, ripping it up. But the reason I was going to explain all that is because we were talking about the fact that I got a haircut recently, and my hairstylist was a chatty hairstylist, not my favorite. Hate it, hate it. And I don't hate it, but I'd rather not. Yeah, I'd rather not. And it always sort of starts with like, how's your day? What's what's the rest of your day looking like? Okay, hold on. Like, I'll, can I play? Or, can I play the hairstylist? And I'll kind of okay. see if I can dictate. And I'm hi. Haircut. Are you Christian? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking about this and this and this. Okay, so I'm starting to cut. Right. So how's your day going? What are your plans for the rest of the day? Uh, it's. Yep. Uh, working. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I just got out of Silas school, so uh, the but I enjoy my work. Do you enjoy yours? Yeah. You're just yeah, giving him uh, PTSD now for this bit when he's just really good. Okay. At this. Yeah. Yeah, my work son just tough, though. Uh, we're kinda, So what do you do for work? Uh I uh, I do YouTube. And then she just, oh. then, well, then she just interjects. She's like, oh, YouTube. Yeah. Well, my son who's in prison used to do YouTube. He's getting out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> my, uh, my stepson loves like, so what part of YouTube do you do? I, I watch TikTok and I watch all the organizations and stuff. You probably don't do that. Do you? Jesus Christ. Uh, it's made like video game stuff. <gasps> oh my God. Me and my me and my husband, who I, um, I just got with, um, we he has a son, and well, his name is uh, Frank, and Frank loves video games, and we cannot get him off of that thing. It's so cool that he like I I can say I met somebody who does it for a living because he she, says that, and we don't believe him. And then That's she's so like, cool. and then she's like, yeah, my husband. Uh, we've been dating for six months, and we just got married last month. <laughs> so like, are you pretty successful? How long have you been doing that? Uh, yeah, about like nine years now. Wow. Congratulations. I love that's, how, a, that's a, these guys are really, this is essentially how they react. I love how Rob is like, is like basically doing brain surgery. Like he's cutting into fruit <laughs> scalp. Also, somebody said, so, do, do, do I sit with my eyes closed during my haircut? Do you not? Um, does anybody, does anybody sit there the whole time? Too. Open I was going to ask that with my too. eyes closed. I usually you sit there whole time eyes everywhere. closed. Yeah, I'm scared I'll fall asleep, so I don't. That's why I'm sitting there to relax. I thought that's you were why trying I don't to get like chatty. No, that's why I don't like chatty hairstyles. When they're when they're when they're, I'm there to just zone out. Like <laughs> when they're trimming my beard, I'll close my eyes. But like for the normal haircut, I, I yeah. I'd... Also, do note, you people who have normal vision, you don't need your glasses on. So when I'm getting a haircut, I don't oh, have my glasses on. There's nothing to see anyway. It gives me a headache. That's also something to know. You know. The bokeh filter naturally. It's pretty nice. Yeah, guess what? It gives me a headache. Okay. So I'm not just going to sit well, there and just. Closing the eyes is interesting. I did not know you did that. Yeah. Well, again, maybe if I had normal vision, I would sit there and. See, but like, see, as a hairstylist, if I'm cutting someone's hair and they have their eyes closed, 
I take that as shut the fuck up, Kathy, and just cut my hair. Like so that's what I would you would take think, that right, as. dude? That's sort of what my. And then when they're like talking to me, I'm purposely sort of given like closed answers. Yeah, I'm not fishing here. So yep. this, so this uh-huh. hairstyle is super chatty. Yeah. Was there anything that so, re- that really like what what made this so specifically the worst? She wasn't the worst. I just hate any chatty, but like like to. For example, I fished for nothing because I'm not trying to talk. Yeah. And I know how many states she's visited. I know that her yep. favorite <laughs> genre is EDM and she wants to see a concert in every state. Mm-hmm. I know oh, that yeah. she's planning to go to Texas in like two oh. weeks or something for a rave. Run. And you uh, left all closed answers and you still learned all this yes. information. Uh, the, the best concert she's Kathy gone was to in her are bag. California and she named some random venues. Uh, she hates seafood here because it's not fresh. And she recently moved here from California and she refused to eat seafood here because even if they say it came from California, it was still frozen and she refused to eat frozen seafood. You see what I'm saying here, man? I'm getting a haircut. Yeah. And I'm not asking questions. She probably gave you the, the whole the whole spiel about how Colorado's landlocked and it makes yeah. the, the fresh yeah. food worse. And yeah, I'm, it's, like, it's I'm really worried. Thing. I'm really worried how this uh, correlates with the mattress person now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. She asked me about uh, gaming and like the whole YouTube thing. And I purposely also don't offer much information unless they ask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's always one. I feel weird talking about it Um, because if I talk about it anymore, it feels like I'm trying to like brag, boast or brat. Like what? That's not what what I'm here to do. But a lot of people will take it because usually this is how it goes. Oh, what do you do for work? And then I say, you know, like YouTube. Yeah. Oh, like that Twitch thing, even though I said YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, I stream on there sometimes too. And you go, oh, cool. Like, um, well, that's after I say gaming, because then I'm like, oh, what content yeah. makes a game? And then they go, oh, Twitch. And I'm like, well, I said, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, so and so loves to watch that. Uh, what kind of like games? Uh, and then that's the that most question. annoying question. Hate that question. That's it's also question. annoying because most of the people I have to judge. What is your knowledge of games? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> because like I could be like, well, right what now do I'm you playing. Know? It could it could go or it's just like uh you know like shooter games like Call of Duty like oh okay or you have to judge like they're okay, not or yeah. like yeah do they play games do they not yeah and then I do that. And then almost without fail, the next question is, how many subscribers do you have? Almost the next question, always without fail. And then I tell them, like, oh, my God, wow, that's crazy. And then you <laughs> how much money do you make? And I don't tell them ah, that. Uh, it's also just a weird question to ask. It is. Don't go like, around and somebody like, hey, what do you do? No, how do you it is a, absolutely. But, like, it's not just, like, a normal job. So people, like, don't really meet, you know, like you know, they don't, they're yeah. not going to ask their like financial, Hey, how much do you make a year? So it's like a niche kind of thing and an exciting thing. So I always take it as like, it comes from a place of like excitement and curiosity rather than like, how many minutes do you make? You know See, there's, I mean? there's people that pose it well, that just go like, how long have you been doing it? And it's yeah. like, Oh, so do you make enough to like support your lifestyle? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, obviously I like it when they ask that where it's just I'm like, in sports clips, lady, so like, like YouTube. Like, yeah. So like YouTube <laughs> is like, you're making enough money. And she's like, yeah. And then that's where it stopped. But yeah. they always ask about the thing. And then they ask me and then they just go into it. How all. do ads work? 
And then that's the other thing. Yeah, usually, and that's dependent on their knowledge. How do you make money? And I have to explain how ads work. So, uh, and then they're like, so who pays you? And then I'm like, okay, well, it's like Google, but like Google doesn't, it's, it's just all this stuff. It's just like, look, I don't want to talk. So this happened with There's the mattress the size, guy. All right. We were checking out with the mattress guy, very chatty, very nice guy. Um, but he starts asking questions and then he asks like, so what do you guys do for work? I'm a carpenter. And again, I just don't really jump at it. Cause like people yeah. are always weird about it. I've had this conversation hundreds of times. Um, cause like imagine, yeah. Imagine somebody asks like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a car mechanic. I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. That's it. You know that. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Or that's like it. I'm in finance. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm a teacher. Oh, well maybe teacher, but how oh, do you like it? But, Saying I was a carpenter most- did bite me in the ass one time. Like I did say I was a <laughs> yeah. carpenter and they asked what kind of wood I worked with. I went, oh, oh I yeah, you like, goofy exactly. ass. I literally I like. said that. Well, and then I found out that carpenters work with two, uh, wood and not carpet. So that's like what I learned. In that, in that interaction right, well, as well. We all learned different things. Um, you learned more from that interaction. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, like he asks, He's like, what do you do? And I just say YouTube. And like, I don't want to elaborate because also I don't want to talk about, I don't like talking about myself to strangers. So like, it's as much as they fish for is as much as mm-hmm. I'm going to give them. So it's not like, oh, I do YouTube. I do this and I do that. And I have all this. And then this is what I'm doing. And this is how long I've been doing, which it feels like some people like they're waiting. Love doing that. Yeah. They'll hear YouTube and they're like waiting for me to continue. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's what I yeah. do. And so he kept talking and he was sort of fishing. Didn't ask too many questions. Um, but he was joking. He's like, Hey, if I give you a discount, you could do like a sponsored thing. Uh, <laughs> and that's just what I'm thinking to myself. Like, you, better give us, you better give us a nice discount. My dude. I don't think that's also the thing is they must think I'm like somewhere like starving artist sort of level. Yeah. But that's well, like, I, well, I just don't like, but you would, but like, I would say like 99% of the interactions with people and they say, they hear that they're going to think that because they don't know a lot of successful people on like those sorts of platforms. See, that's, that's fine with me. That's like, it's like the same reason why I work out. I like to be secretly jacked. I like to go to people and tell them or show them I'm jacked. I just like knowing I'm pretty fit like, uh. or like same way. They're like, they probably think I'm a failing YouTuber, but I'm doing okay. Yeah. And that's all that matters. But yeah, point is he asked about it. And even like Claire, yeah. I think she chimed in for me and he's like, oh, it is YouTube. Um, Cause we've been through that song and dance plenty as well. Um, and then they ask what she does and it gets, it gets complicated. And then it's just like, we're yeah, here for a mattress, man. I don't, yeah. I don't like, are you done? Uh, what's going on? Very nice guy again though. But uh, as you can tell, Claire and I don't really like small talk. Not our yeah. not our strong suit. I would say most of I'd say most millennials and Gen Z and the upcoming generations are not small talk in general. Just because no. we've grown up only being able to like freely interact with the things we love and kind of always shut down or I don't know, like our 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 interests are so much different because of the internet age than 
the interests of like people back then where they're like, what do you like doing? I'm like, I'm a car salesman. My daddy was a car salesman. My daddy's daddy was a car salesman. We're in the car salesman business. We love being salesmen. And it's just like, that's so cool for you. My daddy's 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 was a stage wagon salesman. <laughs> Whereas like we are Oregon. so, oh, never heard of it. Our generations are so in tune with what we like. And like, we know that we know exactly why we like it, but the long explanation on why we like it is just so much work for people who are See, like, oh, so you sell cars. No, not, I actually do YouTube. What's YouTube? I could give you a 20 minute explanation, but well, I'm a car salesman and I sell cars. That's so great for you, Gerald. Like, that's awesome. Well, yeah, see, and like the thing with him, I, I, oh, go ahead. So I was just gonna finish the thought. We're like, the reason too, when I say like small talk too, it's like this guy was running, like he created this own furniture store himself like a decade ago, running it by himself. He's a guy who's meant to be a business, like salesperson. Yeah, yeah. He likes interacting with people. Yep. He likes just talking about anything. Yeah, all that the stuff. Networking guru. He's in. He's in a. He, yeah. He's he's thriving. He's he's in a great spot, and that's his thing. That's not my thing, which is what, like, my brother is the salesperson. He's great at that. I'm not. Look, yeah, they could turn If you it gave on. me something to sell, like, I remember back in, like, school, or whatever, you'd have to, like, try and raise money for funds Ugh. or, like, see who could sell the most. I sold none. Right? Yeah, some people can turn it like, on. Like, I'm not bothered. Some people, cards, are like, man. some people are like, oh, it's time to sell some shit. Watch me do this. Like, I can do this shit easy. And then other people yeah, are I like, this is tasty, and it make my stomach happy Please don't talk to me. <laughs> this is this is me trying Just to be a salesman. Hey, do you want to buy this? No. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> no, fair well, enough. Yeah. <laughs> fault, yeah. Um, but like, I like I, I like small talk in certain instances. Like, I like small talk if someone comes up and like, "Hey, are you Rob?" And like, they already know of like our YouTube or stuff like that, and like our content and stuff. Now, if it's somebody yeah. who's like, you know, Joe Schmo, who is you know just trying to you know make a. See, deal real quick yeah. and type of stuff but like small talk with like a fan and stuff like that love that there's the like, right I kind of do that all there's the, the right kind of small talk where like with my like at my gym right like you have something in common you guys are working out it's easy to have small talk about like you know yeah. the gym because you're at the gym and you're there because you like it so when people are like oh how'd you like that workout it's like oh yeah this this like easy whereas like like someone's like so how's the weather yeah. Um. Oh, do or, anything well, fun. Going that day, and yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, it's like at one point, it looks out and goes, looking pretty cloudy today. Like, what do you want me to do with that, old man? Like, what do you like, want? You know, I'm gonna buy two. It's I'm gonna buy cold. two more beds now. Like, you think it's you're not gonna? Cold. You're yeah. not. You think you're not gonna ball into my court? You're not. You're. you're, <laughs> you're well, nothing's coming. Nothing's coming into this court, man. You're just. Well, here's the thing. What I enjoy, if I end up small talking to which is why sometimes it doesn't work. Again, I don't like talking about myself. If I'm yeah, small yeah. talking with somebody, I would rather learn from them. Yes, exactly. I would rather they talk about their interests and I find that interesting and learn it about something. I don't want to offer up like, like the YouTube. I've talked about this so many times. By the yeah. time we even get to an understanding of what it is I'm doing, the conversation is going to be over. There's I would rather people hear like, behind me. Yeah, I'd rather hear like, what do you do? And even though it seems niche, well, I've never heard that. Tell me more about it. I'd rather them do a lot of the talking. Uh, in essence, I like being a wallflower, essentially. I, like yeah. my perfect social situation is that I'm, I'm there with friends and 
we're all vibing and I can just sit there and listen and I don't always have to participate. See, it just feels like I'm just there, but you're I'm existing. See, even yeah, then, that's like, perfect. Even then among like a group of friends, small talk exists, but it's a common small talk that is like, not all small talk is bad, but like the older also generation. Yeah. The, the older generation of small talkers who like just have, just have such impersonal small talk is like my, I, I, I've probably had nightmares about it where someone's just like endlessly talking about the weather. Now they're, now they're telling me about their kids. Oh, great. They saw my, they saw my watch and now they're like, where'd you get that watch? I'm trying to buy a watch too. Now you mind telling me where you bought that watch? Cause maybe I could, I'd like a watch like that. I'm just like, that's so awesome. I don't know. Just, I'm so happy for you. That's I'm happy for you. You have a good day. You too. Like, bye. The problem for me too is I think it also relates to how I shop. I don't like to window shop. And if hey. I go somewhere, I'm very efficient. Well, because I know what I want. I'm yeah. gonna give what I want and I'm out. Well, that's and why you know, like short or small talk, you know. That's why internet window shopping is so easy. Because you're already know where you're looking. But some people are like, I love mall window shopping because there's so much variety. I'm just like, mm, nope. See, I'm a little half. Like I like window shopping to, to like a certain extent. Like when I go into Costco, I will go down every aisle in that's Costco. Groceries. Because, that's groceries. That's not window shopping. Like, that's buying groceries. But no, but like, even though I'm not buying thing. things, I'm like still going like, Oh, like that's fun. Like I'm not getting that. <laughs> I, didn't know that like, oh, I like that. Like, you know, but I, like, even though it's like, all right, this is a fucking aisle on paper shredders. Like I know I'm not getting a paper shredder, but I'm still going down this aisle. Have you seen the latest model? It's crazy. This motherfucker, this bitch can shred paper so fucking fast. <laughs> like, see, it's like I would have never have found these. Groceries. I... <laughs> going grocery different. shopping is not very yoga pretzels. Y'all don't sleep on these. Jesus Christ. Rob. Although I, w- I would say grocery shopping isn't necessary because exactly. uh, Claire is more like that. I think grocery shopping can be because when I go into the grocery store, it's why typically I do the grocery shopping for us. She likes to go, but then meander and maybe find something. I'm like, hey, you so got a list. So we're you going to aisle seven. We're going to aisle on. ten. We're going to aisle twelve, and we're done. So you That's are just me. full anti window shopping. See, whereas with me, uh, I'm like, and I'm not like Rob in the sense of, oh my god, like look at these cool deals on paper shredders. I'm more like. I do like looking around at groceries and seeing like maybe there's something you know I would like that I might not get. So I'm very, I would say I'm pretty close to Claire where like I'm there to get something, but while I'm getting stuff, maybe catch a you know maybe catch a glimpse of some uh, you know that I might like throughout the week. They they only get me if they get lucky and it's like right by cash shop. That's pretty much it. Where I'm stuck looking. <sighs> Cheers. But to otherwise, that. I'm I'm freaking, and then. So yeah, I with one that's why like salespeople don't work on me. I'm like not interested. You you cannot sell me on this. I have no interest. I'm sorry. I didn't plan on buying this, so I'm not gonna buy it. Same thing like when we walk by people and they try and stop us. Like you're in the city and they're like, Hey, do you have a second to talk about? Hey, are you interested in? Claire feels bad. She feels she has to engage. I'm like, I either say or like, nope, not interested. And we're walking and she's like, Oh, but that feels I'm like, I don't care. I used to love samples, interested. but the I'm out. When they start trying to sell you on it, like, can I just get my sample? But like, as business, as the years have gone on, the the businessing for samples has gotten so much more aggressive, especially at like Costco, where like you go 
and they're like hey try this delicious thing and i'm like oh wow that's pretty good and they're like yes yeah, so we have a deal uh for uh two for 4.99 and um if you actually buy it right now oh looks like in your cart you have one of those discount things with the you know with one of the pairs uh you can actually and i'm just i'm out like you i was interested and now i'm out because you're 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 digging me down with with the with the deals and the lingo and the what's what do you don't do that oh you get this get that no nah, man Okay. Usually they can just unsell me. Exactly. That's yes. really all yes. they can ever yes. do yes. is unsell me. If yeah, I, exactly. Because usually like like a sample, I'll eat it. Let me let me figure out what it like. Hmm, I kind of like that. I don't need to be sitting there like, oh, and did you know that this and this and it's this, yes. and this and then the more I'm sitting there and then I'm more like, now I'm just stubborn. I don't want to buy this. You've, like just be you've ruined this. Like keep it simple and relevant. Like yeah, like the paprika really makes it, it really brings this out, and I'm just like yeah, it does. Versus yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, this goes great with grapes. I'm like oh, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Versus oh, then once uh, they start. But yeah, so these are actually made in the uh, California mountains and uh, <laughs> with the uh, grass-fed chicken. Uh, yeah, always, it's uh, uh, responsibly responsibly sourced and uh, flown in here by a uh, pigeon carrier and. Uh, once it's received here, and we've a lot of people have been liking this, been popping up all over the place. We're one of the first stores to have it, but and I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm gone. Please. I'm already gone. The only, realize time, I've left. the only time I do fall for it is down here at HEB. They have the tamale ladies who, when I am, they're just like from a far distance. And I'm sure you guys uh, down in the Texas uh, have been to these HEBs where like, these tamale here. I'll do. I'll do my best. I'll do my best um, impression here. Okay. Tamales. I'll take twenty. Hot tamales. <laughs> tamales. Hot tamales. Uh, and and I'm just like dos a cinco. And I'm like you. Too. You're goddamn fucking right. I want hot tamales. Give me twenty. That's it's the only time it works on me. But even then, yeah. you're all. You also already have an expectation. Oh, 100%. 100%. So it's not like they're like, you're like, what is that? You're like, I've already like bought these from you or somebody else, and I know they're probably going to be Fuego. You know? I did, I did fall for uh, some pans at Costco one time. This guy was showing us, you know, some pans, and they were really <laughs> nice. And we needed pans in anyways. And, you know, what he did, he it, it convinced me. He put an egg, no butter, no butter in the pan. And the egg did not stick. Damn, he even he wow. was he was selling that shit because he was willing. He to was cooking, cracking yeah. he egg was cooking. for you, like. <laughs> oh, he that that fool was cooking. He went. A, I, you guys eat some pans, and Sydney went. We do. <laughs> like, <laughs> we do need. Pans. How did you know? Like, oh my god! Did he do like? Did he crack it with one hand like that? Goaded. Oh yeah, bro. He was like he had like the little like sham wow little microphone next to his like thing. Oh yeah. Like, oh, his, yeah. See that's his ass was going. See that's a pro. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, we'll take seven. That's a man that's thriving. I, and I let me tell I've... you, they're the best pans in the world. <laughs> Don't regret it. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Staying up late, gaming, hanging out with friends, yelling at my TV during the Super Bowl. It can be so exhausting living my life. That's why I need the best to stay hydrated, which is why I always got a liquid IV right next to me. It makes water taste so much better and you get hydrated even quicker. For me, it makes water taste so much better. I love the peach flavor. It is delicious. 
If only water normally tasted like this. Liquid IV is the best. I use my liquid IV while I'm gaming. If I'm ever feeling a little bit tired and I need a little pick-me-up, liquid IV gets me right to the energy that I need to be at. All it takes is one six plus 16 ounces of water. has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins, and it's non-GMO. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code GG at liquidiv.com. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I think I told the story about when Claire and I went to, uh, what would you call it? Like a, The carnival. No, it's not like a timeshare thing, but she thought she like um one free stuff for her the wedding back then or whatever um mm-hmm. all we had to do was like just go to this little thing and get them or whatever or something she's like oh it only take like they said like 30 minutes or an hour you just gotta go like send the showing or something and i'm like uh this is a scam it's like the thing where you're gonna get there and time then share. you have to sit through it's essentially a timeshare but for pants i'm like we're gonna sit there for pants and Pans. Oh, like, pans. just like, would you, yeah, thought, cooking like, pans and pots. Yeah. And, and she's like, no, they said we get it for free. All we have to do is, you know, go, the, go to this meeting room. And, and I'm like, we're, you're, we're you're getting sold. Down. Yeah. This is like, a, this is, you're getting scamage. This is not what you think it is. And she was so convinced. She's like, no, they told me because she went to like a wedding, uh, what a like parade thing. I don't know what it like. It's not a parade, <laughs> but parade. like a fair essentially with a whole bunch of vendors. Oh, for wedding and okay, like a career fair, if you will. Yeah, like, but like, yeah, but like stuff. we do pictures. We do like, yeah. And so she got notified. She entered the lottery for something and they're like, oh, you won. Just come to this thing. And I'm like, babe, everybody won. Like, I'm. <laughs> it's not that you're not special, but I guarantee you everybody won. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she was just so convinced. And we go there. And what do you know? It's like some hotel meeting room we have to go into. And for uh, two hours, we watch a demonstration about cooking pots and pans. Stop. And then at the end, 
We like, they like wouldn't let us leave. We had to sit down with somebody first at a table and then talk about purchasing these pots and pans. And the oh, reason so we, purchasing them. Yeah. And at the very least, what they said, we get uh free um, holders. Like, uh, no, like the little uh, oven mitts, essentially. Uh, like a free one of those. I can only imagine your face when they're like, and you guys will receive your complimentary oven mitts. And like, but that was the thing too. It's like if we left, they weren't giving us our oven mitts. They're like, you got to sit down. Well, like, well we got to get the oven mitts. Mitt. Yeah, well, I'm here. Like, so then we sit there, and oh. this dude tries to sell us, and Claire's like, sort of like, well, man. And I'm sitting there like, we're not getting these pots and pans. And also at this point too, I don't care if they're the best pots and pans in the world. This is exactly what like, I thought it would be. Spite, I just I sat, yeah, I just sat for two hours. I'm not buying you these pots and pans. So we sat there forever. We eventually left. Um. And she was like, you're hundred percent right. My bad. I was like, so if anything <laughs> happens like that again, she's going to take my word. Um, but yeah, it reminded me of that. And it's just like the worst afternoon evening of my life. Like this is, this is miserable. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever done like a timeshare type of thing. I did go, uh, cause when we were watching our nephews, we needed car seats, uh, just like transport them just in case. Cause they're like small. Uh, and apparently you need like car seats for kids. Uh, and car seats and like apparently like corporate America knows this. So they make car seats just a Jehuba expensive. Uh, so we went to a class about car seats and learned how to like install car seats and like the right way to do car seats and stuff. And at the end we got a free car seat, which was nice. Oh, that's nice. See, yeah. like even like, it's when like we've a been it's like on, a city resource. When we've been on vacation, some of the hotels would be like, um, free jet ski if you go to this timeshare meeting, or like free massage if you. There's always these things. I I will not go to those meetings. My time and sanity is worth more than whatever you're willing to give me. I don't care. I'm never sitting in the timeshare thing. I'm never investing either. So I know I'm just sitting there and like wasting our times. Whatever. I'd rather sit by the pool and do nothing than go to your stupid timeshare meeting. Out yeah. of spite. Well, fuck your timeshare. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Would My you guys rather it. go to a timeshare or kill animatons for democracy? Automaton? It's uh, it's automaton. Maybe it's, time Oh share. my god! Uh, you automatons. actually you actually fucked automatons. Automatons. Yeah, yeah automatons. Automate maintenance. Auto auto automate. Automatons. There we go. That's how that's how I say it. So um, I know we pl- talked about hell divers a little bit. Uh, last week because i know we got into it uh just a little bit i think oh well, uh, i've played but, it since then yeah well, we all have. um we hadn't played it since uh what then. do you think of it blue specifically because i don't know if you had played it uh last week or maybe <sighs> you know you what had. i'm gonna say up front game of the year wow yeah, you like it more than Power World, or like the more like what you got? You you like what now, you got out of Hell like, more than you liked out of Power World. Now I like pa- well, I love Power World. Okay, my issue with Power World, there's a lot of core things that I'm not a big fan of. Um, the survival aspect does fall off pretty quickly for me as an enjoyment factor, and I really get you know I'm really tied down because of my pals, and so that game really has a magic. And gave me like a flavor that I haven't had before that I really, really appreciate and love. Power World is still like a great, yeah. like eight and a half, nine out of ten game. Helldivers, I jumped in and I can have the stupidest, most fun time while also feeling like a fucking action hero 
while at the same time taking out these big ass monstrous bugs slash robots while fighting for democracy while unlocking really sick armor that I haven't spent any microtransaction money on because you can get a ample amount of super credits for the every two day reset if you play enough while unlocking new weapons that I really enjoy. And at the same time, I feel so fucking cool because I am striking down, I am drone striking and doing so many different fucking war crimes to these poor, unassuming, probably so mostly innocent, cool. probably mostly innocent uh, factions that we have probably colonized and oppressed. But goddamn, does it feel good to be, does Those it feel good it. to give them freedom, goddammit. And what level are you, Blue? Uh, I'm actually like 29 right now. Okay, so you're pretty, you're way higher than me. I've been, I've been playing a lot. And to top it all off, all of that cool shit is great. And then my character dies in like two seconds and I'm rarely ever mad at dying because it's usually either really funny or really stupid. And it's just, yeah. it's just awesome. I, I, I think it's just a, uh, an amazing game that really like nails the formula of like why for me with pve games it's often so non-dynamic my biggest issue with destiny is often that like the the ads and like the bosses and stuff are really just kind of like target dummies you know what i mean and in this game i think this game when it comes to pve really finds that dynamic feeling where like every time you drop in it feels kind of different Every time you drop in, you are literally being hunted by things and it feels fun. Like I never, like I never have I realized how passive a lot of AI is in a lot of games until I played Helldivers. When you have these automatons, like they're going to fuck you up if you don't shoot back at them. You have these bugs, they're going to fuck you up if you do not take care of them before they start swarming and like fighting like the big, like the big dudes like having like have having the needing to strategize to kill them and have a different approach versus like strategize yeah versus like oh it's this this mob is just a bigger version of the small mobs just shoot it whereas this one's like no you got to shoot the leg you got to break its arm you got to break its armor and then you could shoot it with the boys or oh you don't have any resources shoot its at like wait for your bait it with the boys and shoot it in the ass or like i don't know this game i love my sex tape that's true mr fruit loves back shots and I just think this game is like really special in a way that I haven't experienced from like a third person shooter in a long time. And um, I don't know. It's just a great game. Like there's really nothing else to say. It's like such a simple, simple formula, but like all the surrounding details that make it up, make it such an incredible game. And I think my only gripe is obviously like the crashes and the server issues, but like everyone has that problem yeah. right now. But, um, and beyond that, you know, some weapons feel like the balance isn't great with, with a lot of the guns and weapons and airstrikes and stuff. But like when this game fucks, it's peak, it's amazing. And I don't know, it's just amazing seeing this humble, small dev team just absolutely taking a massive dump on yet another small indie dev team making a live service game that 
continues to like really show how fundamentally flawed our current slew of live service games are <clears throat> like destiny and suicide squad that it's like i don't know you, you could tell with these devs and the power world devs as well it's like they made a game that they wanted to be fun they, they made a game that they wanted to play they made a game yeah. that they said like man what kind of game do i want to play like we got to make that game like they have a vision and they want to make something versus a company that makes something and it's like huh like we've seen this game get made we should do that too but make it uh but polish it and monetize it and there's there's nothing new to be had from those games i, I mean like yeah. it's it's just crazy because like power world and hell divers have brought more new to these genres in a time span of two months than like we've seen probably like 10 years of and it's 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 pretty nuts i will say fortnite has its own unique spin and Fortnite brought a new feeling and a new like change to the industry purely because of the fact that Lady Gaga Epic has basically created a metaverse right but gameplay wise like these games just really like do something different that I I don't know. You you some sometimes you often forget what trying new things looks like until you actually get games that try different things and are well, like unafraid think, of of failing. I think you put it really nice, Blue. Like like they put fun first. Like let's just make a fun game and then we'll kind of let everything else kind of yeah, work. Yeah, everything its way. will fall into place. Yeah, and that's what I think. Like Helldivers especially nailed. Um, you know. I can't say I would play the game solo. You know, I think it'd get a little bit repetitive for me. For me, it's all about the the party that I'm in, the, the the people I'm playing with, and, you know, playing with the boys. Like, any game in a party, especially a game like this, is always going to be super fun. Yeah. And what I like about it, too, it's like, when I get sick of the bugs, it's like, all right, let's try automatons or whatever the fuck they are. And I was like, all right, let's just go back to bugs, you know? Like, I get it. Like, maybe... I understand. It's like the the gameplay loop I have it on is really fun and it's super enjoyable. Um, I I don't know if I like it more than Power World because like with Power World I think I can still enjoy it solo. With this I think it really depends on like who I'm playing with, uh, yeah, how we're playing. Sure, sure. Uh, but man, like you said too, like the fact that I can unlock the premium battle pass with just completing the normal one with the credits that like you could save. And then like you can buy the premium one. It's just like a really cool, like just system that, you know, they're not, I can tell this, these devs aren't after my money. They wanted to make a fun game and it's like, Hey, if you're getting a good time out of this, like maybe throw like, and there's this cool like helmet, but it doesn't really change anything. Um, it, it's a blast. I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. If you have pals that are playing or friends that are playing and they're trying to harp you to play with them, uh, it, it's really fun. What about you? Um, you still having a good time? I don't have a good time. One of the problems I'm seeing with people playing the game because it has gotten uh, insanely popular real fast. Um, the word of mouth, and I think like the game is its best advertisement for itself. I think a lot of it was just people making clips of the game, and because of the absurdity of the game and everything, it was just free marketing for it. Uh, it's just insanely hilarious, but it also drew a whole bunch of people who a lot of it also seems to be like the destiny crowd playing it now because it's so popular. No, oh, it's a live, um, live service game. 
but people are failing to realize the the studio behind this because they see like Sony at the beginning and yes it's uh, a PlayStation exclusive or whatever it's on PlayStation and they simultaneously released PC um but this is a a small dev team out of Sweden or whatever and not it's not triple a more like a double a and because of that uh it's important to have that context to temper expectations right now for the game because some people are coming into this and because of the previous years of gaming and how it's been modeled especially live service games people have certain expectations so they're going to this game now expecting triple a live service game stuff when that's not what this was not necessarily not designed to be able to do but resources and the scope of the game like this just the scope of the game is this tight little gameplay loop a lot of people are like where's the story where like that's not the story is supposed to be us playing the game and then they build a narrative around it of like how we liberate planets like it's a dynamic storytelling where the game is the story it's not this yeah. big like people are coming and expecting all this different stuff i like it because the game is exactly what it wanted to be it's not trying to be all this different stuff now I think, well, I, I can already start to see some posts and we will about like lack of content or like, oh, I unlocked everything and I've uh, done it. It's like, where's the new stuff? Again, not a AAA studio. While it is live service, um, I think we'll see a difference in cadence in the months to come because right now they're, they're gearing up, scaling up, already looking for a whole bunch of hiring positions because nobody saw this coming. The first Helldivers on PC at least peaked at like 6,000 players. And last I looked, I think Helldivers hit almost 500,000 like, or more. Yeah, I think like 480 like is what I, I saw the highest that I didn't look that's today. Just, that's just on Steam too, not even PlayStation. Yeah. They had a, a lot of the complaints have been the server issues because uh, they're limited to 450,000 concurrent players, which by the way is insane. That's a lot of people. But they've been hitting that consistently now and people are complaining because they can't play which as a consumer you shouldn't have to ask all those questions i get it you buy a game you expect to just play you know get the product you were you don't need all this context but it's important to frame the game when you know all this stuff um and it's not just as easy as just add more servers lol um but they did just release a patch i guess where the engineers have been working and now it allows up to seven hundred thousand concurrent players yeah and they added an afk timer too because part of the problem was people would log on and then afk while they're at work or whatever while they're sleeping come back so they can play so that was already keeping a whole bunch of slots from people who wanted to actively play yeah so they know, they're obviously the working on it yeah um and i think the future for the game is bright because the way the game is designed um, especially with this, the world system. And if you look back at Helldivers one, um, we already know of like the next faction that's going to be added, which is like this sort of mech faction, I guess. Um, and they've already announced that's on the way. So there'd be another one to add. Um, they could add like boss, uh, cause Helldivers one, if you look back, I'm assuming they're going to have most of this Helldivers one apparently had, I didn't get to any of this, but I looked it up, had, um, like boss faction bosses. You ended up fighting almost like a mini raid. Um, oh. So they could add those as well as just we weapons, equipment, and stratagem from the first game that would be added to this and so much more. The point is for all those people with all those questions uh, and all those concerns, important to frame how divers like that. With that said, um, I had a lot of fun at the beginning of the game and a couple hours, a couple hours in, 
it dipped my entertainment. And then a couple hours later, I got back on the train. And I think for me, it's going to sort of be a roller coaster. Um, because it, the, the gameplay loop is fun and there is variety there, but also not quite enough for me to zone out a little bit. And whenever I zone out, I get tired real quick. I just can't grind those games. So what's been working is when we're doing all the high level difficulties that like, maybe we shouldn't be here, but that keeps me engaged the entire time. Yeah. And like actively fighting for our lives, every mission. And like, like I've actually, it's almost gotten a little more boring. Now that I finally hit level 15 and I got the cool stuff like the orbital laser and the giant one 10 millimeter bomb or whatever. It's like a mini. Yeah. Nuke. It was really fun. But now almost with all the knowledge I have, some of the equipment, it's trivialized a lot of the early stuff. So now like until we hit a bile Titan or uh, like the automaton tanks and stuff, it almost feels like, well, now like the rest of this stuff, like I'm at the point where like, and eh, this really isn't that bad. And that's when I start to, I start to zone out. Not so much a problem with the game. It's just, yeah. Same thing like that. Destiny PVE, any PVE games like that where a similar structure, like that's why I like Call of Duty Zombies. I can't do that sort of stuff. Anything that's like that sort of samey, I can eventually fall off. So I've been like in and out. And as we've been doing more difficult stuff, a lot of fun. Yeah. But like then I went to go play with Dado after I was playing with you guys. They're a little lower level. Yeah. You want to do lower difficulty stuff. And I was like, I sleep. Whereas like yeah. we were doing level six or seven or whatever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? And then we, yeah. I did like a level four with them. And then I'm like, what am I even doing? I, I'm doing definitely, I, I mean, I think that's also intentional. I feel like the difficulty levels are, are a low key, a progression system as well. Cause some of these, oh, some of those, some of those later stratagems are like, like, fuck you buttons. Fuck this particular monster. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little tough because I think the game definitely shines the most when you are just getting fucked. When you are just Agreed. like, yeah. you have to really play for your life, which like at the later difficulties, you're always playing for your life. And that's what makes it fun. Like you're really powerful, but like your little human that you're running around with is not powerful at all. So yeah, like your guns are powerful. You're... Your equipment is powerful, but you are a squishy little meat stick. And yeah, it's it's tough when people want to play like the lower levels. Cause like to them, that's almost kind of challenging because they're still when it was when we first did it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're still learning, they're still figuring out the ins and outs of the game. So I, I definitely like it. But yeah, it's definitely tough when you've seen like the hardest stuff and that's where you're like, I want to do that. And it's then, like, like the new precedent normal. And then you play with your friends and they're like, yeah, we're just doing like some like four, four and five runs. And it's like, oh, like I'll play, but it, it's pretty easy to zone out when you're not getting like the full breadth of getting shit on by a bile titan, you know? So, yeah. Well, that's why I'm enjoying it now. I think for me, it's not a game. And to be fair, there's not many games where like I could put dozens hundreds of hours in yeah i still think i got a couple dozen hours left uh that i could think would be a lot of fun most of the time especially as i go to the higher difficulties 
I'm worried that at the like FU difficulties, I'll also hit a plateau because then it's it almost like there's almost no pride. It always just feels like FU or from what I've already sort of been told too, like how you mentioned too with like the balancing. Apparently, like railgun, personal shield, uh, and then like a certain strategy and whatever, just like yeah. staple or like meta. meta. Yeah, once you get to the end, which makes sense. But right now it's fun because you don't have to use those things. Uh, or like the breaker shotgun, which I've been using. It's just too good. Um, yeah, it's a it's a and that's also yeah what I'm sniper. worried about. Yeah, yeah, true. But that's what I'm worried about too. Where like we have all these cool tools, but you you know you get to a point where like they just fall off or it's like like yeah that was cool then but like now we need these jehuba things or like we don't stand a chance unless we use these certain things and i think hopefully that won't be the case yeah. um but like with all that said overall right now having a blast but i can see myself like i i know when i'm engaged and not engaged yeah and like sometimes like the other day we played like i could have played for five hours but another time I was an hour in and I'm like, I kind of good for the day. Yeah. It's also sort yeah. of, sort of mood yeah, dependent. Same. And like we did one campaign or whatever. I think I'm good for now. I don't really want to hop into another, but then sometimes it's like, let's keep going. I think it's very, yeah. very dependent. It can be but, hot and cold. But that's the thing is that's exactly what the game is. It does it really well. And clearly like people love it. I, again, I'm also enjoying it. I think a lot of it too is just the absurdity. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Just like that, like we're all dying, but it's funny. Or even like the way your characters are screaming and the random things that can happen. That's, I think like if that wasn't there, the game definitely wouldn't be the same. It would be like kind of hollow almost. <sighs> yeah. Like imagine this game, but no friendly fire. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's suddenly a completely different game. It's, it's like, um, I don't know. It's just the variety of, of like, I, I mean, I do quick play uh sometimes and like i'm still having a great time but it's definitely not even really comparable to when like you're playing with friends and you're on comms and it just joey seems... throws mines again yep. i see you in here joey i've seen i've i've take I've the watched, mines off joey i've watched many uh i'm never taking those mines off you know that <laughs> sometimes many, i like the mines watched many a content and i think um I mean, I think that's why it's so popular right now. Like, I think at the core, it's a good game, but the fact that this game is just so easy to make moments with your friends and yeah, the progression there and like learning, earning new things and like getting better at the game is also a, a really fun part of it. But um, just the, just the level of, of variety at which, you know, fighting these ro robot AIs that, in any other game, it would feel very samey, but when it when things really get hot, like you're you're in a different war every single fight. So it's special in its own way, and I think it's also definitely not a game for everyone. But I think that's also why it's so successful. And I definitely have those days where it's hot and cold for me as well, where I'm just like, you know, I don't know if I'm. It's like the game has to hit a sweet spot for you where it's like, I don't really want to like chill and do like the, like the level four and five of this right now. But I don't think I'm like, I don't think I have the the energy to do like the, seven. you know, the six and seven, eight, nine difficulty right now. It's like, yeah, I think I'm, they'll just play something else. But I mean, I think that's, that's also, fine. I think that's also why 
again, Power World and Helldivers are doing so good because it's like there's a start and end point. And when you're done, you're done. And when new content comes yeah. out for the game, am I on board? Fuck yeah, I am. But until then, it's like, well, I mean, hey, I got, I went in, I got what I wanted. I had uh, like a hundred hours of just insane fun. And I can't say anything bad about the game, like trying to like squeeze another hundred out of me, you know? Cause it's like, yeah, I did it. I'm done. I can engage with this game in a healthy way. And uh, uh, it's just, it's just nice. It's just nice having games that respect that you are not going to play it all the time. Nor does it want you to be like, you're going to play this till the end of time and you're going to like it, you little bitch. Give me $20. Yeah, like, again, having tons of fun with the game. It's just I know myself when I'm gaming and, like, when I'm zoning out and when I'm not, and, like, I can tell, like, oh, I could play this for a long time. Yeah. But, like, this is coming in waves. I think part of it, too, is, like, once I hit level 15, too, it sort of changed because it's like, hmm stratagems are kind of crazy but then also realizing like i only got a couple left and i think part of the fun too has just been as we're going up in ink difficulty unlocking new things new things it's all the the new things and like mysteries unsolved things like i purposely had like even when we first played i I hadn't played for like a week personally avoided everything there's even those funny clips i didn't even watch them i was like i'm just gonna wait till i play and that's what i've been enjoying is just like going in the unknown but now that I'm getting there and I'm starting to like, we've seen most of the stuff there is or know most of the stuff. Um, that's why I'll be curious. Like, all right, well, when we hit like the seven, eight, nine, will it be a fun enough struggle that it's like, Ooh, I could do this a lot or like, Oh okay, yeah, that was fun for a good bit. And then like that, like I'll come back when the next faction invades or they do some other story thing. But that's the nice thing about it is it's very easy to just like, jump or dive in you know pun hell no uh do like a mission or two hop out if your friend's on maybe do a little bit like uh i saw versus on the other time i wasn't recording or anything i was like oh i like i just wanted to play hell diver real quick so i was like okay i got on i saw versus was in a lobby i joined him started uh talking in game he it makes my mic so bad he didn't know it was me which made it even funnier um (laughs) played like a game or two randomly and then I just hopped out and that was like, that was fun. And I'm good. Yeah. I think that's what the game really does well. Um, and 2024 off to a hot start. So, so hot. and it's only getting hotter. High uh, expectations. Yeah. Speaking, uh, I'm going to kind of divert from the gaming here for a second. About, Cause oh, from a story it. that I forgot to tell, I was about to divert from the gaming. Uh, real quick. Well, I, I was, about uh, to I had a first for Rob this week. Um, I talked about it briefly on the stream uh, with you, Christian. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, for the first time in my life, okay, there's something I take great pride in, and that's being an athlete. Okay, the athlete first, gamer second. Okay. okay fair. I have never once fell down the stairs in my entire life. Oh, my okay? God. I have never, like, fell really? down. And, like, I'm not, I've, like, you know, st- you know, stumbled and, like, caught myself, you know, but I've never, like, yeah like like three stooges fell downstairs until uh this last weekend oh, uh, i will let you guys know and preface a little bit i had been drinking okay so that might be Blaster. a little factor i wasn't hammered or anything because at this point i was home but i you know i was sipping uh so uh, i'm going upstairs okay and 
I obviously have cats and Albus loves laying on the steps. Okay. And as I'm going up the stairs, Albus is on first step. Okay. Now I take mental note. Hey, Rob, Albus is on first step. Okay. So when you come back, take, skip the first step, go to second step. Oh, cool. I'm there. God. Okay. But I'm also kind of drunk. So yeah, I'm also so you're not making the greatest game plan. Fixated on this pizza I'm about to heat up because it was fire. Gojo, <laughs> oh, Gojo's pizza was hitting. So here you go. So I have my last slice and I got the drunchies, bro. Starving, okay. The drunchies. Cindy's on the couch, like with the other two cats that we have, and I'm got. I got like the pizza. Thank God I forgot to get ranch with it because I was gonna get ranch. That would have been so. I'm so, like, oh. I'm, I, so like I'm like I'm the fuck out of this pizza, and it's you know when you're like hungry and you're kind of drenchies, you're like I'm about to fuck this food up. Like I'm so excited to eat, and it was kind of like that. And I was about to play some CS with the homies, so it was like double excited. So also, so you know, I'm in a Discord call with like a bunch of friends about to play some CS. So my mic is open, so I didn't mute it before I went to get the pizza. So. I take the step, okay? Albus is on, okay? And as I'm halfway through the step, I feel fur, okay? I feel like him. Now, this is like where my athlete first, gamer second part comes in, okay? As I feel the foot go and I feel him, I kick out the foot. I kick out the foot that's about to step on him so I don't hurt him. So I'm about to like, you know, so all of a sudden I'm like, like, I'm, I'm like stretched out like, oh shit. So I fall, but like, I don't want to hit the back of my head on the stairs. So I also like in a split second, like, you know, kind of throw, like throw myself. Like, as I do this, as I do this, boom, pizza in the air, like pizza is in the air. This dude G mod ragdolled. (laughs) Bro. So like, so I hit my back hard, bro. Just, Boom, like right, like right in the C2 area. So I I hit that boom, and then I do a little like 360 as I'm kind of going down the stairs. And I land like right kind of in my room. And I got the wind knocked out of me. And I know Mike is hot. And so all my friends are in the Discord. Cindy apparently yells, Rob, like the first time, didn't hear it. Cause at that point I'm literally on the ground. You know, when you're like, you're the wind is knocked out and you can't breathe. You'll literally do yeah, anything yeah, yeah. to breathe. I'm literally like, <laughs> you feel like you're never going to breathe again for a second. Like this but is like, it. I can't cause I can't be too loud. Cause I, I'm not, you know, this is what <laughs> my friends in discord were to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm literally like keeping it cool, like to try and not have them hear me. So I'm literally like, oh, my. like trying to breathe, but not be too loud so my friends cool. can hear me and roast me later. Sydney comes down and goes, oh my God, Rob, are you okay? And I literally just go, I literally go, mute the mic. I go, mute. I go, mute the mic. So like, she finally like runs over here and like hits the top of my mic. And I literally just go, like, like, oh, it hurts so bad. 
Like, and it was lit, like pizza everywhere on the stairs. Albus is like stare. I lit, and then like the first I thing I asked is Albus. There's is Albus a psychological okay? thing to dissect here. That of all that, yes, the number exactly. one thing on your mind <laughs> is my friends can hear me. I don't oh, want no. them to hear. You that are would be the, the last thing I'm thinking. Ladies about. and gentlemen, oh, I did not want my friends to hear me dying. Ladies and all. Save the pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, toxic masculinity. This is what people talk about. Because no the weakness. first thing Rob thought about was, am I okay? Is my pizza okay? I hope I didn't step on Albus. No, his first thought That's- is, I can't let the boys hear me. <laughs> For real. So, like, I mute the mic. And then, like, the next question I ask is, is Albus okay? He's like, we talk about Albus is upstairs. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, he's all right. And then, like, I kind of check me. Like, am I good? So gather myself you know it's been like 10 minutes and they're finally like oh i was like try to play cool i'm like hey yo what's up guys like i'm back and they're like we heard sid ask if you were okay like and then like nothing came of that and i was like all right well so yeah for the first time in my life i fell down the stairs and it fucking hurt really bad and it like and it's like from the first step down like it wasn't like oh i fell halfway down the stairs it was a Full on, <laughs> like, and like pizza. Sydney said there's pizza. That is bad. That's the you, real crime. Not, dude. Yeah. You have christened this house because not only, not only have you absolutely sh- just thrown undigested food everywhere, you have thrown you fully have, digested through food everywhere yeah, around yeah, your place. Yeah, you have christened was, uh, that shit on your own. Like, well, have you guys insane. ever fall downstairs like that? Like, I just pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I've never, I've never tumbled down like that, but I have. Yeah. Like, um, like when I was a kid, um, we were at this like old, like rickety ass, like decrepit park. Um, and like, we're talking like, I mean, it, it was a nice park, you know, like it's like one of those green, you know, like night, very like tons of trees. It's a very, it's a park park. Like this is an outdoor park park. Yeah. Like, wow, this is nice. And they have like these, you know, these little playgrounds for kids and like, it's like fully made of wood. This is, this shit was probably made in like the 1960s, 1970s type playground. And I'm running down one of the steps. One of the steps breaks. And I fall from like the middle of the stairs, like down on my side to the ground. Uh, we're talking like, uh, we're talking like, uh, <laughs> Ralph from Simpsons, uh, type fall when he goes through the window. <laughs> yeah. Just like, don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't tumble. 
I fall from the middle oh, step like, like a fucking bullet to hit the ground. Oh, you so, launched. <laughs> yeah, I launched. Yeah, so it's like that Ralph meme where he, he launches through the window. Yeah. That was me, except on the ground. So that was the only time I've fallen downstairs. It wasn't it wasn't a tumble, it was a projectile fell yeah. from this middle of the stairs to the ground. <laughs> so it was a different type of like when the wind got knocked out of me, I was out of me for like a solid like 15, 20 seconds before like I yeah. really caught my breath. But um it, that's insane because because back when I was a kid I could not imagine now falling down the stairs like you and thinking, I hope the boys oh. don't hear me. I hope no one oh. saw that. I would just be like, I am I okay? Hear me. Like, what serious traumatic injury have yeah, I now sustained that will last for... <laughs> well, that's wild because I guess I'm like a serial tumbler. I don't know. I heard that in my head. Oh, dude. you fall Thursday. a lot? Damn shit. I have a lot in my life. Like recently, maybe not that yeah, much. Yeah, like but I would when's say the like most recent time you've like tumbled. Have you fallen? Well, have you fallen down your? Have you tumbled down your? Current yeah, I was gonna say stairs? your stairs would my suck. current stairs. Thankfully, yeah. my stairs are carpeted and like you know a good set of yeah. stairs to fall on. I have fallen down these stairs for sure. I think twice. Ow. Oh, well, you're Classic. lucky they're carpeted. So yeah, uh, gotta tell you, still hurts. Um, <laughs> But I did that plenty, especially back uh, like my parents' house growing up. I don't know how. You, I thought that was just something everybody goes through, you know. No, you, you fall and tumbled, hit, whacked. Not athlete, you know, dude. I don't fall. Just, I don't I'm, fall. I'm not an athlete, and I rarely fall, so don't. It's not a. Well, actually, it it might make a little more sense because, like, Claire looked into it. Apparently, something. Uh, strangely a lot of ADHD people struggle with is body spatial awareness to where like a lot of ADHD people will just like they don't notice at first until they hear it but like they bump their knee on the table a whole bunch or like I do that you know too. hit their shoulder or like you know miss place where their foot is a lot there's way worse than me um she's like she's like three students yeah she'll just keep doing the same thing over and over. uh like two weeks ago like a little mushroom chair over here, but like just a tiny mm. little plastic bar on the ground. Super obvious. I don't even know how I wasn't, I swear I wasn't even close to it. I still don't know how, but I take a step and somehow I hit the, you hooked it, the, t- the toe to the left of my pinky toe. Yes. Yeah, same. I do that a lot too. And I was writhing in pain. Dude. I've, I've stubbed my toe. The Tom and Jerry like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I think, I'm, I was starting to look up, like, how can I tell if I've broken my toe? Dude, did you? Because I remember my mom did something like this, and she didn't realize it broke her toe. Uh, what, you got that, uh, you got the, uh, that black nail, uh. Did, yeah, it started talking, coming, it came yeah. in a couple days later. Yep, yeah, same. Um, but so I was like, you, so they're like, you have to move it, and you hear a crack, and that's probably the bone, and I'm sitting here like, did I? I'm in I so much pain. A week later? The same place, the same chair, oh, the same no, toe. Oh, dude. The <laughs> same toe. And it's I was like, okay, out. I had to have broken it oh, now. My it hurts god. so much more. Yeah, I don't think it's broken, but oh my god. That's I was the, like, this is, well, this is uh, life is over. This I, is, this I think we had this conversation a couple podcasts ago where Rob was like, what is the worst pain you've ever had in your life? And Rob was like, I, I forgot what Rob was talking about, but I was like, I don't remember... <sighs> I've had a lot of painful moments, but I don't think 
I don't think anything compares to when I stub my pinky toe. Like, I think that is probably the worst pain in my life. Cause like for like 10 minutes, I'm, I'm not, I don't exist to the rest of the world. Like I am <laughs> nursing, like I'm dead or 10 minutes. I'm dead after I, after I have stubbed my pinky toe, like nothing, nothing puts me out to where it's like, it's over. Like it's Jover. Like physically, <laughs> this is, that is it. Dead. Yeah. And that's how I felt when I realized the pain of stubbing a stub toe. That was probably some of the worst pain of my life. I was Exa like, yeah, just chop it off. Just take it. Just, I don't, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like I would have, yeah, I wouldn't have rather fallen down those. I like, yeah, I, but like I considered it. Yeah. I just considered it. That's how bad stubbing your toe is. It's, it's funny. Cause I have the <laughs> same issue where I, I will often hit my limbs on things because I have that issue where like, I'm not aware of, of my, of my space as an ADHD bro. But I, but I, I guess, I don't know. I guess I've never fallen down. Well, it's weird because in the like gym, that. yeah, I'm very aware of my body. Super aware. Same. Never misplaced. I'm always, I'm dialed in. Yeah, but then outside the gym, I might as well be like a like when yeah when I'm zoned <laughs> out, I can see that. I get I guess for me because I've fallen upstairs a Impressive. lot, I tumble up. <laughs> like yeah. you know, like I trip on a stair and like I you know what I mean, like like falling over oh, like yeah. a curb or something. I've because I fall upstairs a lot, but I oh don't, like you think a step is there? Yeah, and. I fall upstairs, so that's not nearly as bad as falling down. Like it's more just like ah oh, fuck. And so I guess for that reason, I'm always slightly dialed in when I go on stairs. I never, I, I don't know when I made this an internal thing. I never run upstairs. I never run downstairs anymore. Ever. I will never run up or downstairs ever again because of how many times I like to do the, the crawl thing. You because know? of how like, many times I've, I've see, and that's also, see, that's also probably why I haven't, gotten hurt that bad because i fucking loved crawl as a kid i did the fucking crawl baby that shit yeah. was the best but yeah I don't, upstairs I don't run up or downstairs anymore purely because i i guess i have like an internal fear of falling up and downstairs that i i guess i well now you mentioned i guess i should note that most of my my falling has been because of my uh ocd counting Ooh. i'm going upstairs and i need to count specifically so sometimes i skip a stair or I have to put two feet on a stair to hit certain numbers. That's and so, so sometimes wild. that get, that I'm, gets me in trouble. I'm lucky that my counting uh, has never manifested. Because like whenever I count, I internally count like something of my own. But I never, I guess I've never, I'm lucky in that I don't count external things. Yeah. I imagine that would, Trust that me. would, I imagine that would add a completely different layer of uh, distraction. Well, just like. When I went to the gym this morning, the step before the first stair has to be three and it's four, one, two, three, 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 end on four, but then it, it loops. So then you have to take three big steps. So there's only three because then again, you need to hit four on that one. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, yep. three, four. And so when I do that at home, when it's like socks on carpet, that's the danger. When I'm counting the stairs and doing things and then I need to like, Dude, that's usually where a lot of it comes from or like 
I need to skip stairs, especially that's what happens when I'm going up trying to skip. And then suddenly I skipped two instead of one. Ooh. And then like right in my knee or something. Ugh. Uh, yeah, it's all, it's all self-inflicted. It's a lot easier for me because mine is very focused on even numbers and that naturally occurs a lot. So it's a lot, not nearly as easy as doing the, 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 like the, the stagger counting that. Yeah. I uh, speaking of counting, uh, there's a lot of people counting on the Avatar series. Oh, it sucks. Uh, nice. to be pretty good. Oh, let's, oh, let's get no. this out of the okay. way. Let's get this out of the way. That yeah, let me. Oh, blue is, cheeks. Let, let me get it out of the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let me. Okay. I haven't seen it. I don't plan I on it. watching it. Uh, I planned on watching it. I haven't seen it yet, though. It's a blue. Uh, yeah. What is your experience so far? Okay. Well, let's it's not go. for a day. Let's go back. Um, when I saw this show, I thought, wow, maybe this is pretty good. And then the. The, I guess the noise surrounding it about how the showrunners of the actual, you know, the writers, the actual, you know, team Avatar, they left pretty early in production because they didn't really like it. Um, I saw a lot of like the changes being made about how they were like, yeah, it's going to be a lot more straightforward. There's not going to be a lot of meandering. And I was like, well, that just kind of doesn't really catch the spirit of the original show. And then I started seeing like all these other things. I started seeing like some of the the bending that they were showing off like in the action scenes, like in the previews. And I was like, I thought we learned from this, no slow boulders go. And so I went into this still hoping I watched the first three episodes. I went into this still hoping that it was okay. And it's definitely better than the M night Shyamalan version. Cause that was like a parody of it. But this one, like, I don't even know how to describe it. This one just takes like all the joy out of it. Like it, it lacks so much of the humor. Um, it lacks so much of the, I think one of the big scenes that really killed it for me was when there was no tension when Aang, uh, met Boomy again. And I guess this, I mean, I guess this is a minor spoiler. If, if you guys don't really care, do you guys care? I mean, I've already seen Avatar. I imagine they didn't to differentiate too much well they took i don't know they just took a lot of the joy out of like those small you know those subplots like that and i don't know they just don't really it doesn't feel like they pay enough attention to them and like it doesn't have the heart it's like all those small subplots that really bring together the you know the early magic of avatar because you have all these it's it's world building you know what i mean like it's you're you're setting up this world of avatar you have and to like, it feels like these showrunners are like, are like, oh, like these are just a bunch of like stupid little plots. Like they don't really matter, but it's like, no, these matter a lot in what makes up the world of Avatar because, because while the pacing, it wasn't the greatest in the show. Uh, I, I have a lot of problem. I have a lot of pacing issues with the original last Amber show, but they still focus so hard on really fleshing out all these characters and all these small little stories, all this small humor, all these small little, like what, what's uh, some people would be like, Oh, this is like filler. It's like, well, it's not filler. Cause there's important character plots that like really it's what makes you fall in love with these characters because they give them episodes to really like flesh them out. And maybe like it doesn't, maybe it doesn't push the main plot forward, but it doesn't need to because you see more of the character 
and it lets that character shine. And I guess for me, we don't get those moments. It seems like they are so focused on just making the main plot, like, you know, making the main plot push along that they really forget like the humor, the, the small plots, they skip so many small plots that it just, I don't know. They, they like really like they streamline the fuck out of some story beats and it just takes like all the magic out of it. Um, is it like the, does it follow the, the original show in the sense that like whatever the first show's first season is it's this first season or what, how does that work? Um, I don't know how it goes, but it's definitely a lot quicker. I, okay. I don't know how much of the full show they would get through in this first season. If they, I mean, I can't, I don't know. I mean, maybe they see a second season, but did they release it all just like you can just binge it all if you want, essentially like how uh, Netflix does it? Or is it like a weekly thing? I don't know. I, I honestly, I mean, you watched look. three episodes. I, so topped, I tapped out after the first three episodes. So I didn't even pay attention. Cause I was just done. Um, did they drop the entire thing? I have no clue. Uh, they did drop. Yeah, they did drop all of them. Actually, are you still gonna watch it, knowing this, Mister Fruit? I'll give it like an episode tour and see like if it's passable enough. Where like I just want to see where they went. Sort of like Halo, the first season. Um, but if it ends up being that bad, then I- probably not. <sighs> it's just it's just so bizarre because. The, you just you have the source material and you don't really need to deviate like we're not know. looking for you to reimagine it we're literally just like <laughs> what people are looking is just like do it but live action like just you don't need to change anything you said like just pretty much just do the it last airbender which is also <laughs> a reason to like do we really need this probably not what i'm more excited about is the team avatar movie we're getting next year from the original showrunners that's going to cover the Avatar gang in their like 20s and 30s, like an hour and a half or something. Now that I'll get behind. That's cool. That's something like a fun little do. short story type of thing. And it's yeah, like actually so. from the Team Avatar people. Yeah, like original showrunners. It's the, the the original Airbender crew, but in their like 20s, 30s. Yeah, oh, hmm. I'm ready for that. I, I don't think the show is like the worst. But, but it's not like One Piece where people actually liked the One Piece live action, right? This is seems people well, don't see, like See, I, I really like the One Piece live action. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's not going to be well received like the One Piece. Because, like, it, because it wasn't afraid to, like, embrace the goofy aspects of it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't afraid to really keep the heart of what makes it. I think the reason I loved the, I really liked the One Piece show is because of the fact that they were not afraid to make it goofy like like to really like translate the goofy parts of the animated series into live action and like really try to do it well because and maybe i don't know maybe maybe there's like story inconsistencies and like i'm sure there's like criticisms everyone has of like if you're like a anime watcher but i think the reason why if so many people fell in love with it is not just because it was a good adaptation, but because the show was so good at saying, Hey, like we can do this goofy anime shit and make it fun and make it really good in live action. And I don't know. I, I don't think it's the worst show. I would say it's probably like a six out of 10, six, six and a half for me. It's not the worst, 
it's not the worst adaptation. It's I it's could, not like M Night. It's better than M Night Shyamalan's. I could definitely say that's not saying much. I could definitely say it's not the best, not even remotely. I could say it's it's just okay. It so it's not bad. I, there's definitely parts of it that are pretty lame and shit. And I would say a lot of it is like pretty hot doo doo garbage because of the disservice it did to the show. But it's not the worst because like, I would say they do keep on the main plot points. They do show, you know, enough respect to where like the main plot is still there. The main, you know, the main story beats that keep the show going, you know, they're still there and it's still being told, but it just kind of feels a little bit, I don't know. It feels like a very corporate live action avatar where like they got everything that like they checked off everything they needed to do but they really f- missed out on like, I don't know, the things that really gave the show heart and soul. So it's, it's not bad. It's just very, I don't know. It's just for a live action adaptation in 2024. I don't know. Like 20 years ago, this would probably be like, Oh my God, this show is so good. This is such a good adaptation. Yeah. 15 years ago, tw- like 10 years ago. Oh my God. What? This is actually good. But now it's like, dude, we're in 2024. We have, we have so many great adaptations of cartoons and like, this is the best you could do for such a beloved show. It's just very, uh, it's just very like six out of 10 for me. I'm the first Uh, episodes I've watched. Hey, if people disagree with me, I am totally cool with that, but I don't, I don't, it it doesn't make me, it doesn't evoke like a, like that feeling of, Oh God damn. Like this is why I love it. Well, the public reception I've seen seems to line up with pretty much what you're saying. So, uh, we have about five minutes left for our hard cutoff. Um, we have a couple topics, uh, here that we have left to talk about. I know Mr. Fruit got a game that got re released or came back from the dead. Yeah. Uh, that you're reviving. I don't know. No idea if it's, no idea if it's going to do well. But it's come back and the very least be able to play it a little bit, which is cool. Yeah, Gigantic is returning for um, those who know what that was. Shut down a couple of years ago. Um, it's like this really stylized third-person uh, MOBA. And we'll see with it coming back. It's like a much more casual MOBA. Um, if it actually gets much interest or like actually retains an audience but it's cool at least see it back and i'll, I'll play it a little bit when it comes yeah. back at least enjoy while i can uh, we also did get to see the elden ring dlc uh looks very sick looks very cool i uh, probably need to go back and beat elden ring now did you guys ever beat elden ring i'm oh i'm so ready i'm actually and gonna yes, be beating starting and beating elden ring very soon actually next couple weeks oh um and then I was looking forward to DLC and it appears to be three days after my surgery. So I did see that, that it yeah, was, I won't uh, be playing that on. for a while. Well, it'd be nice to come back to type of thing. Yeah. Uh, then blue puss also in here, uh, final fantasy seven reviews are hot. Uh, they're so apparently this, I, I just, and wanna, not just Tifa's. I don't hold off on your game of the year then blue. Um, yeah, I'll just quickly go over this. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is getting insane reviews. I mean, 
Final Fantasy games have been reviewing pretty good lately. I mean, 7 got good reviews. Uh, 16 got good reviews. I mean, I wouldn't say good. I mean, they both got great reviews. But this is like... So, for reference, right now on Open Critic, the game has a 93 rating uh, out of from 97 critic reviews. So this is a... Like, this is... This is like a game that is getting game of the year level praise. No, this isn't like a remaster of a story, right? Because this they kind of do their is, own type of story thing. So it's like this is basically a, a new, new game. like promising game, right? I mean, seven. The, the first one was like a remake, right? And then this one was like a continuation of that remake. It's it's, it's like a it's like a, it, it's honestly more of a reinterpretation of of what we saw as we were kids you know what i mean like for people who played that rpg mm-hmm. it's it's more so like they've definitely changed a lot of things as well like it i would say it's more of a reinterpretation i would say it's really mostly kind of it's like it's followed the same path of what the story is but it's like you know in a in a modern sense like they're adding like twisting turning you know different plot points different like completely new parts uh of the game are like keeping old parts of the game and like the main heart and soul of it but like adding so much new in like the in the modern game sense of like hey like jrpgs are pretty goofy and crazy and there's so much stuff in them now imagine 30 years of progress and how much goofier and zanier and how much more can they add to these characters now that the medium from then to now is so much different. Like they, it's basically a totally new game for mm-hmm. from the original game. And I mean, seven, seven was received really, really well, right? Like the, the remake of seven and they do a lot of things different. They, they, there was a big plot point about how like there might be like, uh, like time travel and like characters, uh, like fates ultimately changing from the original game and you know we don't really know exactly i mean i don't know exactly where it's going to go in rebirth and that's kind of the point is like we know the original story but now this feels like man like i don't know what's going to happen in this anything could kind of happen yeah exactly so which is like really exciting if you're a big final fantasy fan so it's like it's basically trying to keep the same characters and keep them the way you like we knew them and loved them but introducing them into a, like a modern medium and so like it's anything can happen the story can go in so many different ways and it really is like one of those games where it's like yeah like the story you know and love but but truly anything can happen and it yeah that's kind of what makes it so special so I mean, I really, really like the original one. I really, I mean, I love seven. I really like the remake. I thought the remake got a little, a little silly sometimes. Um, but I mean, rebirth is getting crazy reviews. So I am, I was already really looking forward to rebirth, but now I am even more so looking forward to rebirth. So. Yes. Um, well, we'll save a bunch of Q and a for next week. We'll, uh, we'll start the Q and a early. That way we can catch up. Uh, We have hit our hour and a half mark. Uh, Thank you guys all for listening and hanging out. Uh, Please think about supporting the Patreon. Uh, It truly goes up in a long way. Uh, Thank you guys. We'll be back next week for some more talking. Peace out.